Welcome to Practical Wisdom, Your Stories, and I'm your host, Nikki Kleppel, and I'm so excited for today's episode. We're going to be talking with a young millennial who just climbed Mount Rainier, um, Ghislaine Turpin, and she's just going to share some of the insight that she developed in doing this. So first of all, welcome, Ghislaine. Thank you. Hi. Hi. <laughs> um, Ghislaine, I've actually known since she was born. She's my neighbor and family friend. And so I thought this would just be a great way to get some advice. One of the things that I'm trying always to learn are best practices from successful people and everyday people. I just feel like so many people have great ideas and life lessons and experiences, uh, people who aren't famous. uh, and, And so the goal for this episode is discovering our superpowers and where some of the uh, benefits that we gain to our character and leadership and work-life balance and all of that by taking on a big goal. So I guess first of all, Ghislaine, what made you decide to climb Mount Rainier? So first of all, I, so I really like the outdoors and I wanted to do, I wanted to set for myself one big challenge. And at first I wanted to do, so since I'm from France, I wanted to do one big mountain in France. And then my brother was really into it also. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's kind of this fi- family thing that we wanted to do together. And since we were coming to Seattle, we just thought, oh, we should try Mount Rainier. We knew it was going to be hard because some of the families had done it before. Right. And, but there was, it was just this big challenge that we wanted to do together. Yeah. Um, and actually this year... It's funny how it's kind of a family thing because this year I ran my first marathon. Yeah, I was going to say, when yeah. you said one big challenge, isn't the marathon enough of yeah. a big challenge? And at first, so how did I end up running a marathon? Because I only ran like you know, five, maybe ten miles maximum before that. And my brother had signed up for it. Mm-hmm. And he told me, oh, you should sign up for it. Uh, let's do it. And at first I signed up for it, but I was kind of I didn't really think I was going to do it it was just this huge challenge compared to what I was doing before right. and then I said oh right, I'm just gonna you know sign up try to start training and we'll see how it goes and actually I started training and it was going really well so it's just as as it went I just kind of built on that and yeah. ended up uh, running it and I was really happy with it well how what's the link between running the marathon and climbing Mount Rainier? I think it's too a very big physical challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't wake up one morning and say, oh yeah, let's go run a marathon. It's yeah. just a lot of preparation. Okay. Uh, it's really mentally difficult because when you train, you go out on your own and run two hours on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could be doing something else on Sunday morning. Right. So <laughs> how do you develop that self-discipline to instead of go to brunch with the rest (laughs) of your friends get up and do that I had so I had a program that I was following okay um I usually I mostly followed it a few times I skipped because I was sick or and at first I felt bad when I skipped one training or so but then I realized that you actually need to listen to your body and yeah and it's it's okay if you have a goal you set some you know whole program to kind of achieve that goal but if you don't follow it exactly it's it's all right I yeah mean, it's, you know, I love it's, that. it's all right you know what's great about that is the idea of having a guide or a coach or somebody yeah. who gives you that but then it's not 
But you like you listen to your trust your gut and listen to your body. Exactly. So I think that is a great combination of following somebody else's mm. best practices and blending that with what feels with your feeling. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Um, tell me a little bit about your mindset that like, how does your mindset contribute to either setting this goal or achieving it? Um, I think it's, it is, you know, it is a physical challenge, but you need to really, you want, you do it because you want to do it and you want to come back and say, I did it. I, I feel like I've, this is a big achievement. And when you actually go through that and you achieve it, you do have this, you know, feeling of, uh, I'm not sure how to say that in English, but you have well, to say it this, in French. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, you know, this feeling of yeah, I did it. Yeah. I, I've, I've pushed myself. Yeah. It was not easy, uh, but I went all the way. And it was kind of interesting during Mount Rainier because we talked a lot with the guides, yeah. um, and they said that they've seen some really fit people not go all the way, yeah. and some people that didn't really look that fit right. and actually go on top. It's really very, you know, it's in your head. Yeah. It's one step at a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't think about the summit when you're going up. You think about that next stretch. Okay. It's like one step at a time, and and eventually you get up there. Yeah. So are you just saying to yourself one more step, or are you saying, "Hey, you just ran a marathon. You can do this." Yeah. It's kind of a, so you're like, yeah, one step at a time, and you're kind of thinking, "I can do this. Okay. I'm here today. Uh, I've trained for this." Uh, I've spent a lot of time for this, so I can I can do it. It seems, and I don't know, in France, in America, it just seems like there's such an epidemic of self-criticism and perfectionism and yeah. just um, that voice in our head calling us fat, stupid, lazy, <laughs> yeah. whatever. So how is it that you're able to say, I can do this? I think it's really hard. It's also the... It's also the people around you. Okay. Um, I think uh, doing things alone is, is more difficult than if you have people helping you okay. and kind of pushing you. Um, Was there a moment that someone gave you encouragement? Yeah, the the guide also helped us a lot. And then you just look at each other at the breaks and you're like, yeah, we'll do this. And the hardest, the lowest point for us, uh, for my dad and me during that climb was the second stop mm-hmm. where we kind of felt a little, you know, kind of nausea not very not feeling very well mm-hmm. um and it's it's difficult because at that point the guides are asking you do you want to go to the top or not yeah and you're not exactly sure but you it's just this whole thing of your the families around yeah. and and you want to do it together how much of it was some of that peer pressure or how much was the self-motivation to um setting the first objective was really self-motivation it's like setting that objective of going up but then during it you don't really think of the others because you're just your brain is you know it's 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 physically really difficult so you don't really think of the others back home when you're currently doing it it was the same thing during the marathon we had you know a lot of people encouraging uh around and that really helps but you're not thinking of people back home at that point yeah just it's just, it's just so hard that you're like <laughs> well that's great because w- you know, trying to get, you know, I think about even, you know, I coach people a lot with public speaking or something, yeah. you know, that's that same idea is how do you shift out the noise of what other people think? That is so difficult. <laughs> I struggle with that every day, honestly. Yeah, it's me just, too. Yeah. So what tips do you have? It's, I don't know. Um, 
I think it's really taking a step back and okay. realizing that we're all in the same yeah. position. You know, you, okay. you feel like people are judging you, but they're just yeah. the same people. They're also uh, yeah. thinking that you might be judging them. Yeah. So it's just kind of taking a step back and thinking yeah. we're all in the same we're all struggling with the same things. So yeah. I love that, that sense of unity. Uh, you know, we're at our next door neighbor beach house and the, uh, one of the contractors working yeah. at our house just showed up with these homegrown cucumbers and tomatoes. And, you know, <laughs> and my first thought was, you know, we're different because our age and all these other things. And, and then he did that and I was like, oh my gosh, I just had that sense of unity. You know, yeah. it's that same thing. It's like, gosh, it's like the great way to feel connected to other exactly. people. So we're just, different, but still, you yeah, know, absolutely. can share things. Yeah. <laughs> so I love that. Thank you. I think that's one big thing of you know, maybe it's also faith that just realizing like how yeah. that we're more connected in unity than we thought. How do you think differently about yourself now that you've done this? Um, I feel like I can do like even if some things are difficult uh, in your you know job situation or anything. Um, if you don't take the risk. Mm-hmm then you just you might regret it afterwards and yeah. that um it's all it's you know it's it's all right to fail sometimes yeah. uh even if i didn't go to the top i think it, i would have say that again <laughs> we need all permission <laughs> even if i didn't go to the top i know you know i would have been a little disappointed for sure yeah. but at least i tried I know, you know absolutely uh, even if you had turned around exactly Gosh. we had three people that turned around on the climb yeah. but they were still really happy that they tried and oh, they were there thank goodness i hope um, so yeah yeah i think our society is so achievement based that there's so much joy in the process that we can miss so thank you for emphasizing that Uh, another theme that I've discovered is that we have to unlearn some thoughts yeah what would you say is one thing you've had to unlearn um or like see differently or maybe you know like even, you know, I know your family and you're the youngest, yeah. you've got three siblings and I, I don't know, you know, or was there ever a time where they said, oh, girls can't do that or you're too little or, you know, anything like that, that was in I, your I, mind that you can't do something? I think I was lucky because in terms of like physical activities, I've been, you know, in a family that's very active. Yeah. So, and they never thought, oh, you're okay. a girl, you're not going to do this. But, um, I think it's more like in the you know social I'm not always that good with with people it's always sometimes you know I have to get out of my comfort zone Um, and so you kind of you have to push yourself and tell yourself Mm -hmm. yeah this is going to be hard but right I mean so maybe for you it's the connection go out there like you've got the confidence physically so now it's more like applying that more to social kind of yeah exactly well and you're new in your career exactly so what do you like how do you think this might benefit you taking risks at work um I think it helps me focus on you know one objective Mm -hmm. and I think in work if you're uh, focusing on too many things at the same time yeah. uh, it's a little hard mm. and if there's something difficult that you know that's it will get me out of my comfort zone yeah. I'm just gonna kind of go through the same process you know yeah. kind of do this program or yeah. uh, set little milestone for myself and 
you know, little achievements at a time to yeah. get to somewhere, yeah. Well, and it seems like an analogy between, you know, how on the climb is your family yeah. and your guides are believing in you and wanting you to do that. So maybe if you can apply that same thing with thinking senior leaders are going to root for me or want me to do mm. well. Yeah, but it's a, it's funny because for me, the physical part is it's easier than yeah. like the more, you know, social yeah. and going towards people and getting really out of my comfort zone. Sure. Uh, <clears throat> a lot of my clients, we share a childhood story Yeah. as it's related to our superpower, right? Because a lot of times our strengths surface early. Yeah. What is a story from your childhood that maybe is relevant to this either in your character development or you know, yeah. keeping up with your brothers? Um, when, so this is going to be physical again, <laughs> but we were we were in the Alps and we were going to do this, uh, what we call a Via Ferrata in French, mm -hmm. and my dad said, oh yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be hiking, a few areas you have to climb, and it actually wasn't, it wasn't that at all, it was climbing the whole time for okay. three hours on, you know, this very steep cliff, and... How old were you? I was, I think I was 13, 14 okay. maybe, okay. Um, and I was not ready for that at all. Okay. <laughs> And at first, um, it was really, it was really tough. Uh, my brothers, it was, they, they really loved it, and they were going, they were doing really well. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was more, you know, it's, it was harder, it was tougher for me. Mm -hmm. um, but then the, you know, the guide again helped us. And as it went, I realized, oh, I can do this. Yeah. I'll follow them. Uh, this is going to be all right. And I actually ended up really loving it. Okay. So it's just. If you had to say what is, now maybe even thinking back to work and just yeah. as a person, not necessarily physically, we know that that's mm. been a strength that, that's helped you. Uh, what would you say is a, like you just got your first big job. Yeah. What would you say they saw in you? Um, I think um, what they saw is that I was I was really interested in the job. Yeah. So when they asked me questions, a lot of things I can already kind of knew so I, you show that you're interested in it and okay. that you have all this energy yeah. that you want to put into that job and I think that's one strong thing that um, helped me for this job yeah so that I, I really wanted it and sure. I think I, it showed during the interviews yeah. that you know it was something that really interests me then I could bring something to the company tell us about the the interview you're saying where they give you some slides I hadn't heard yeah of an that, interview like that so that was really interesting so I had three different interviews one was a you know kind of traditional HR interview another one was more technical uh, on the job and then the third one um, was a presentation interview mm -hmm. so actually I walked in the room they gave me slides on um, Airbus helicopters which I don't know at all mm -hmm. and the first question was like do you know anything about helicopters I said no and they're like okay perfect yeah that's what they wanted and so you have they um, want you out of your comfort zone exactly <laughs> <laughs> and so they act um, they position themselves as being buyers that want to buy the yeah. two hel helicopters mm -hmm. and so you've got 10 minutes to go through the slides and organize them and you know you can choose pick 10 out of all mm -hmm. the sites they have um, and then 10 minutes of presentations where they ask questions uh, during that and so you're talking about a subject that you don't really know yeah. uh, to people to top managers in front of you I think there were five or six yeah. uh, and they're asking you these questions you're not really sure and all they want to see is how you react to that yeah. Yeah. it's um, how you react to difficulty exactly. when you don't know 
And when I, it was interesting because one question it was really technical, and the answer that they uh, were waiting for is just saying, um, "I'm not sure. Yeah. I will ask my technical guy about yeah. it and come back to you with an answer." So yeah. it's, it was. They don't want you to, you know, invent something. They want you to be honest. Yeah. And it was really interesting because we had a briefing afterwards, where they kind of went through. Yeah. So you have feedback right after. Okay. So that that and yeah. They, they told they, you right then. Too. Exactly. Oh, so they want to see how you communicate. Okay. It, and just finish with, if you were to give a pep talk to somebody else who is feeling a little bit out of their comfort zone or wanting to try something, be it physical or a new job or a, asking somebody out or yeah. whatever it is, what, what would you say? Um, I think what could be interesting is you could, so you have this objective, uh, you can write on a pa piece of paper what is the worst thing that can happen mm -hmm. if you go through with that? Mm -hmm. You know, asking for a raise, uh, okay. you know, whatever. Okay. Uh, what is the worst thing that can happen? And then you think of how can I avoid that? And then you think of what will happen, what will you miss if you don't ask for your raise or, right. you know, ask somebody else. Yeah. And then you kind of weigh that and you realize that it's worth trying and it's okay. worth taking that risk. Yeah. So terrific. Well, congratulations again, and thank you for sharing an inspiring story. Thank you.